Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. This is Reagan, and we are back with another episode of the F the Nice Guy podcast. And today I'm joined again by my lovely co-host, Kate, and we are talking about a little bit more of the scary side of the nice guys. So, Kate, go ahead and take it away. So there was another guy, and I, again, I like... I would not call this dating similar to your story. He had a, diff- <laughs> a different idea of what was happening between us in his little brain. But um, so I am going to have to say what his first name was for the sake of the story. But you're okay. n- nobody would ever figure out who he is. Um, but his name was Jack. I met him in the theater building, but he was not a theater student. We had a lot of like sports kids in the theater building because there was like a separate wing and they were in there late at night during the same time that like theater rehearsals were going on so we were like two different realms but in the same building and that's how we kind of met and just got to talking so I like got to know this guy and I can't remember the details like I wish I would have like looked back to see if there's any messages or like receipts that I could read from to give me more clarity of how this all started but he like we became friends on like Facebook I know that but I never gave this guy any details about where I lived on campus like nothing we we did not know that we were not in that in that in depth like in how we knew each other we just like would laugh and joke around kind of in like a a crew in the hallway or whatever I'm terrified but continue (laughs) so I'm like um he's messaging me he I feel like sometimes he might have been drunk and it was like late night messages and I would always turn him down and be like no you know I'm not interested and like fear I remember being very forward, like about not being interested in dating him. And he was very persistent and just like in the same way, like, I can't wait to to take you out type of type of interaction. And he was really persistent or whatever. And so I'm in this production at the time and I was in a part that was a little bit sexualized. Um, (laughs) It's embarrassing to talk about now, but like I was in a mini skirt and like a mesh shirt and I was literally covered in oil for this part and I had to play in the part of like not really a stripper but like a burlesque dancer for a moment in the play where I had to like stand up on a box and then like me and a bunch of it sounds really dirty it was (laughs) um I don't think it's embarrassing at all I'm like go queen go (laughs) it was a little risky and like you know love it uh Yes, it's it would be so hard to explain, but it was not I wasn't a stripper and I wasn't stripping, but it was not, you know, your mama's role in a in a in a play. So <laughs> I'm like doing this play and it's a it's a student produced play. And I remember um, it was our first night and, I, you know, obviously I'm nervous. I hadn't been a theater kid like in to that depth yet in my life. And so mm-hmm. I was up there and I I hopped on to do this like part in the play and I remember looking into the front row and he was literally front and center like I made eye contact with him during this (sighs) moment in the play and like I had spotlights on me and it was literally it was only for like 10 seconds that the spotlight was on me because it was like a bunch of women doing the same thing but I remember looking right at him and like thank god I didn't have lines I was just acting at this point because my whole body like went numb because I was like he hadn't even known enough about my role in the play or like what the play was oh. he had figured out that oh no and I just remember like like the gears going in my head like how the hell did he know um that this was gonna happen <gasps> and so that, that part's done and the play was like 
each person played multiple different roles in the play. So it goes on and I didn't have to like see him again, but I knew he was out there. And I just remember being really uncomfortable and like running through my head, all the information that I'd given him and being like, how did he, he really would have had to dig to figure this out. Um, and so anyways, it, he's like messaging me afterwards being like, wow, that was amazing. Like, I was just like, so oh my God. Cause I was like, he really saw it was, a, it was a smaller student produced play. So a small audience, and I was like, I felt really vulnerable and he had seen so much of me and it was just like really uncomfortable. And I kind of expressed that, that I was just like, how did you like, first of all, how did you get in? How did you get a front row seat? Like I'm right. a little weird out. And I, I don't remember how like the conversation ended. And at this time I was living in a dorm that had really strong security. It wasn't like a regular dorm. You had to get not only through two locked doors with a key card to get mm -hmm. in, but there was a security guard that you had to get past at the front desk to get into an elevator that you also had to have a key card to get into to get to your floor. I got home and I got through my building and I got up, I think I was on the fifth floor and I got to my apartment or my suite and I opened my door. And when I opened it, there was a Jack playing card slid under my door. No. Remember I said his name was Jack? Oh my God, no. That's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. <gasps> and it didn't, I don't think it said anything on it. It was just a Jack card under my door. And I was like, it took me a second to like connect the dots. And I remember messaging him and being like, was this you? Like, did you put this under my door? And he was like, haha, yeah. Like, I thought you'd think it was funny. And I was like, dude how did you know which room I was in how did you get up here like I remember running down to security and being like what's up dude did you do your job tonight yeah and it was a it, the it was like the night guard so it wasn't him who had been there um he like he didn't remember it but um I should have yeah. had them review like the security footage to figure out what happened but yeah. he just kind of brushed it off and was like oh I just told him I was your boyfriend oh my god psycho some he somehow got up there he somehow knew what like I don't know if security gave him like my my suite number or I don't know I don't know never underestimate a uh, like an average creepy man with confidence because they are able to do some crazy shit I know and that was like I like I cold turkey cut it off at that point because I was like I'm not gonna lie like you are scaring me like this I live in a very secure building for a reason like um I don't I don't like this I don't think it was funny and like he was very apologetic and that was it like it, he didn't do anything after that but I just remember that being one of like like mm. such a wake call for me of what like men were capable of and and what they think is is funny charming. or sweet or charming and how like to what like how if they were to look at that from outside of their reality I feel like even they would be like, wow, that's freaking creepy. But right. On what planet is it cute to know someone has bypassed all of the security, has figured out where you live, has shown up, and has thrown a playing card under your door? And again, it's like now looking back to like knowing what I know now, like wishing I would have done handled it so differently, but like also having so much grace for like the person I was at that time and not only working with what I knew and being a, you know, I was a, I was a freshman at that point. Cause that was my dorm. And like coming from a small town is like, I don't know. I just, I can, now it's, I can't believe what they think they can get away with and what, what they think they can excuse by like, I was just trying to be sweet. I was it's just cute. trying to be, 
yeah like i thought you'd think it was romantic like no it's freaking creepy dude like you if i feel like it, that movie the bone collector where they leave yes. little is for you to like find and, and little jack you're like, ah. like am i gonna get murdered oh, you just God. leave him like a, a full house you're like go away yeah i remember like backing out of my door being like is is he in here <laughs> is he in my closet girl i okay i actually have a stalker story that also involves theater no god do you want to get into it theater dudes <laughs> well no he wasn't involved in the theater but there was an incident, much like your incident. Buckle up, Kate, because it's about to be a ride. This <laughs> experience with this man went on for between one to two years. Oh my god! Okay, actually, but there's no assault or any. There's no crime. But this is right. not funny. This is just like word to the wise about like being nice to a nice guy. Yeah. And what can happen because of that, and how little people in your surroundings will do if it's a right. nice guy so yeah. holy hell i'm gonna do my best here this was this was a whole like saga of terror in my life so there was a guy let me just paint a picture i'm always painting <laughs> pictures of how terrifying the scenario in which i met this guy was so i was in a short film much like all of these stories Oh, <laughs> I was in a short <laughs> film. The premise of the short film was like, I was going through a dating app or dating service and I show up and everybody's mimes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. I, this is just what freshmen in college, write. I don't know. And hey, I mean, I was covered in oil on a box wearing mesh. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> Who can <Sorry>. judge? <laughs> Well, I was just in a room of mimes and I was the love interest because it's pretty much what I got cast as all the time. Of course you were. Normal. Don't give the girl <laughs> a character. Don't, don't write her. Just write pretty girl. Come in. Literally, like, there was never any description other than, like, girl in dress. The guys have, like, eight pages of description of, like, what they did in childhood. The girl's, like, wearing heels and a little slutty um no, i'm kidding uh so i so that was that was the whole thing and i didn't really talk to him but i have a distinct memory of him in my makeup full face and doing the joker laugh uh. I, yes like the mark ha hamill one that like yeah. i'm not gonna do it because i can't but it was horrifying like he just kept doing it so they kept filming it and i was like that's really scary so yeah that's how I met him so just the worst scenario to meet someone so I was I have always been the type of person if I notice someone who is awkward or I can tell isn't isn't being included or is just some is in some place where maybe they need a friend or someone to talk to I will always try and reach out to that person I know you're the same way right much to our demise <laughs> But I've made a lot of friends that way, but I've also made a lot of not friends. So, <laughs> so he was a very awkward person. He was also like six, two. So he was a oh, big fella. No. Yeah. <laughs> big. He was skinny and tall. Lanky. And, yes. Very lanky. Um, and, and he had some type of like a slight learning disability that really just came into play with retaining information like in a classroom setting yeah other than that 
you you wouldn't notice that but that comes into play later for the record not just like divulging this information that comes into play. <laughs> so um but he also like socially you could tell uh he struggled and so i i don't know i i care so I'm, i i noticed that and you know he he would try and talk to me and so i would make an effort to talk to him just like i would talk to anybody else and i didn't think anything of it I don't remember at what point, but there was some point where we had talked a couple of times and I remember it was in the middle of a semester and I noticed, I was like, wow, I keep running into him, which is weird because I was in a very small school and you kind of had patterns. I would see the same people on the same loop all the time. Like I would cross paths with the same people and it was bizarre that I would be all of a sudden running into this guy, like all the time. He was tracking you. (laughs) At this point, I'm starting to get a little agitated. I'm like getting a little freaked out. Right. At first, like I said, it was like running into each other. And then it was when I would be sitting and eating, he would show up and then sit with me. Not like ask to sit with me. Yes, (laughs) just sit with me. No matter where I was sitting, he would end up there and sitting with me. So I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then I was in a class that had a computer lab. And because, you know, the equipment was so robust and people would need to use it, like most, most computers didn't have the processing to like edit, didn't have the, didn't have the power to edit it. So you would be in a class, but people would be allowed to come into the lab and use computers that weren't being used. Right. All of a sudden this dude starts coming into one of my classes like every class and he is sitting yes he is sitting at the computer and pulling up a project and literally not moving a frame these are three hour classes so just like sitting in your presence for three hours yes yes staring at the single frame and trying to talk to me (laughs) like and just to point out like kind of what this kid was like he's socially awkward that's all fine but like slightly deranged. Like I found out that there was an experimental film project he was a part of oh. where you could edit anything. You could edit anything on this earth. Right. Would you like to guess what he edited together? I'm afraid to, to be honest. Animals having sex. <gasps> That's mm-hmm. not what And then, yes. And then played it for the class. Oh and everyone's like, oh, bro. Let me add that to the uh, red flag, flag. tally. You know what? You'll probably not see that one again. That is a unique flag. That's unique. So, okay. So that's what I'm dealing with. Oh, no. Okay. So that's, so he's everywhere I am. He's now he's starting to come into my class time and I'm like, all right, something's up. So I remember I was on to the fact that something was wrong and I was like, I'm going to get something to eat. And if I see this kid, I'm going to, I'm running. I'm running. I'm getting out of here. I had rehearsal. So I walk in, I order my food and it was one of those where you order it and you have to wait for it. Yeah. I sit down, I unpack my laptop and he walks in the door and I'm like, F that every alarm in my body goes off. I'm freaking out. (laughs) I have to, and like, I haven't gotten my food yet that I've paid for. So I'm like, Oh God. And that means guess what, Kate, what happens when they call your food? They call your name. They shout your name. <laughs> and he's like, ding, 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 founder, founder. No hiding. Yeah. So they're like, Reagan, nachos, you know. So, 
So they yell Reagan and I'm like, shit. So I go to pay for it. I turn and he's in my face. So he has somehow, cause I, I mean, I beelined it. He was at a far away door. I beelined it as soon as I saw him, meaning he ran, he sprinted to get behind me. Like to cross that distance, he had to have run. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So I, girl, buckle it up. So I, um, I, I run to my rehearsal. So I send him this long message, basically saying, I know you're stalking me. I'm like, I have seen you every place. I know that like, there is no other explanation than you are following me. Yeah. I was like, I am very uncomfortable and I need you to leave me alone. And he was like, I wish I could remove that feeling from you. (laughs) And I was like, no, buddy, you don't need to remove anything. Remove your presence from my life. How about that? So that happened. And I thought that would be the end of it. No, 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 no. Not even close. First, I I went to student affairs, which I just want to let everybody know here. This is important. If you're in college, um, sorry to tell you this. The college does not want to report what's going on because the college does not want it on their record. Like the college I went to, to this day says there's never been an assault on campus. <laughs> oh, I'd like you say that. What? Like, I'd like to hear you say that. Yeah. Try to at least. Yeah, please. So I just want everyone to understand that because I was under the impression she was working with me. When in actuality, she was working for the school to try and not cover it up. Yes, to cover it. Because at yeah. my school, the only there were, she goes, Well, there's two things we can do in this situation. There's and she was really soft spoken. Um, she's really came across as really sweet. Um, there's two things you can do in this situation. One, you can go in a room with him. At this point, I'm I'm really scared of him, right? Hey. You can go in a room with him and we'll put a little sheet up. We'll put a little sheet up and then you can testify to the behaviors, which I was like, I don't. With him in the room? Yes. That Regardless, that was pretty much what you had to do at the time. You you could, you would have a a, a partition or something. And what? yes, I'm not joking. I don't know if that's still what it is. I hope not. But that's what it was. Including assaults. Wow. Yep. You had to do that, which I was like, then he knows where I am, like for sure. Yeah. No, thanks. I, I feel really safe behind the sheet. Or I can do a document from me to him. I will inform him that he needs to leave you alone. And I've signed it. And it's this document and he has to leave you alone. That was what she told me. And I was like, perfect. Do that. <laughs> that's great. So that's going into effect, right? This document. I also go to campus police because I'm like, I need help here. So I go to campus police and tell them the story. And they're kind of like not taking it super seriously because it's not an obvious threat, I guess. But they were like, we're happy to escort you, which I'm like, I don't want an escort. (laughs) Like I would like him to be handled. I don't want to be the one that has to change my life. And that was their recommendation was just change everything you're doing. Change your course. Just don't eat. Yes. Change the way you walk, change when you eat. And I was like, this is a small campus. I can't. Like, where am I? How am I to get to anywhere? Like, Tarzan it? Like, go through the trees? Like, cut your hair, change your clothes. Yeah. I'm like, it's on me. Oh, good. 
this school that I'm going to go into debt for? Why don't I just change my whole thing? So police officers called to intervene. He's like, all right, well, pull him out of class. And, you know, they're, they're doing that thing where they're like, did you date him? Did you do that? I'm like, I, no, I have never dated him. I am not interested. I have a boyfriend. I have never shown him any interest. How can you spin this to make it your fault? Yes. I mean, they hammered me with that. And I'm like, if I did, would it make it cool? Like, would it be okay then? But luckily, luckily for me, I didn't. Yeah. But like, again, like loving the line of questioning here. Yeah. Clearly getting to the heart of the matter. I didn't see that at the time, but I'm now I'm like, yeah, clearly you were looking for a, an out. So he's like, I'll go talk to him. I will meet you after to let you know how it went. Essentially, I'm going to warn him to leave you alone. And he said, sometimes if a cop does it, a guy will back off. And this is post letter and post the original me saying back off. Yeah. He pulls him out of class and he goes, hey, do you know Reagan? And this guy goes, yeah, she's my friend. And he goes, no, she's not your friend. <laughs> she's not your friend at all. And you know what? You need to leave her alone. And if you don't leave her alone, we're going to be involved. So do not speak to her. Do not look at her. Have yeah. We want no contact while you were on this campus. And then that was it. But his response was, yeah, she's my friend. Uh, that easy. That simple, huh? <laughs> yeah. But no, but he, was, he wasn't joking. He wasn't covering. He meant it. Yes, she's my friend. He believed that. And I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. So there's a couple things that happened. The one that was a horror movie. I'll do the horror movie one. So we had gone some time with no contact. Thank God. So I was in editing courses, right? So like uh, video editing. Right. So when you're editing, you're editing for hours and hours and hours late at night. And again, you know, most people don't have the computer, the computing power at their own home. Right. Most people are editing in the lab. So I was there really late one night and I was by myself in a building where nobody was because it was nighttime. Right. In a pitch dark lab editing by myself right the door swings open no no there is a six foot scrawny tall man figure lit up in the door i turn it's him now when you're editing i have hard drives plugged in i have projects if i were to pull my hard drives my progress wouldn't be saved i could corrupt my hard drive you know you can't just pull them out so i have to somehow keep my composure to save all my files, making sure they save to the hard drive, pulling the hard drive, packing up all my stuff while still being alone with this guy. So he comes in and parks it right next to me, begins editing and I'm shaking. I'm, I mean, terrified and I'm praying, do not speak to me. That's the rule. Do not speak to me, right? Right. He turns, hey, how are you? How have you been? And I bolt. I mean, I think I pulled my hard drive. I don't even think. I think I I like got all my shit. I ran out of there. I started emailing away at student affairs. I was like, uh, yeah. no. So, okay, here we go. I go in there. I tell her what happened. Like, get him out of here. He has broken the contract. That's what the contract was. Like, if he broke it, he was gone. Guess what she tells me? It's not an official document. She said, this was an agreement between me and him and you. It's only now a school matter because he's broken this agreement. 
So basically the piece of paper that we all signed was worthless. That you were like kind of relying on for your safety. Yeah, that I believed was essentially like a semi-restraining order on campus. She said, I don't think he understood. I don't think he gets it because he had a learning thing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I have all the empathy in the world. I am not neurotypical myself, you know. But if if the disorder means you can't understand no and don't stalk. Yeah. And you're like putting other people's lives like at risk. And and yeah. like that's that's not an okay we're not we're probably not fit to be at a campus if you can't right. understand, do not stalk someone. But his mother was heavily involved, which again, why the heck was she involved? And she would just like go in there and plead with them and say, like, you know, like he would never do the things that he was doing, which I was like, he is doing those things. And she even told me that the student affair, Dean of Student Affairs was like, yeah, she said he would never do these things. I'm like, he did. She's like, I believe that. I'm like, okay, well maybe can we put it into effect? So yeah. So she said he didn't understand it. We did it again. He broke it again. Like I'm, he, he broke it constantly. Yeah. But the, the point of the story, like you told, I was in a theater group that put on shows in a in a black box theater and I remember I was in the show and I like walk out to do my lines and guess who is sitting front row (laughs) know that feeling Uh uh-huh oh so this is someone who has been stalking me and had stopped stalking me and in that moment I realized he was stalking me again so in a in an instant on stage in front of a full theater I am realizing, oh, not only is my stalker continuing to stalk me after I was praying it was over, he is now in the front row and I now have to perform a full show for my stalker. Talking about like the vulnerability, like when you, there's nothing you can do. I can't not do the show. Right. And I talked to the school and they said they didn't have any, unless I had a restraining order, which I didn't. They didn't have any um, recourse from stopping him from going to public events on campus. Thank God you didn't live on campus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't take it to the police because I was like, it wasn't, it didn't leave the school. And finally, his mom pulled him. The school, the school made it sound like they did it. That's not what happened. I found out that his mom pulled him because he literally could not stop stalking me probably had like a manifesto written that she found under his bed or something maybe oh don't tell me that (laughs) that's so creepy i'm gonna erase that um no yeah (laughs) she literally pulled him because she he could he would not stop and she knew that it was going to turn into a criminal yeah he was going to get arrested Uh uh yeah that's creepy that's what stopped it and i that was it (laughs) yeah and that was all me being nice to a nice guy. <laughs> God. I know. That one's sorry, guys. Not to be a downer. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I, I almost was not going to tell that one. But it's like, I feel like we do need to talk about what nice guys can do. Even just like, a lot of times we're saying like nice in quotations, kind of like they're an asshole. But there's also right. nice in quotations where they're actually unhinged or yeah. like I, to my point, like having they have a fantasy. He didn't do or say anything. Do by do, I mean, he didn't 
put his hands on you. He didn't do anything no. bad. He didn't say anything bad. It's just like the malicious intent of mm-hmm. his actions are unsettling and mm-hmm. like, you know, that's where the risk lies and the danger lies. Yeah. And my school, my school was kind of like, if he doesn't hit you, I remember praying like, this is really depressing. But I remember praying he would just like smack me or something to make it stop. I mean, I'm not joking. It went on for like a year or two. And like the school was facilitating it. Like absolutely. Like he had more of a right to stalk me than I had of a right to not be stalked. Let him. <laughs> He's fair. Just let him yeah. stalk her. Like she's he, whatever. He didn't stab you yet? He's not a stabby McStabber. Just give him a pass. It's fine. What a nightmare. Yeah. So, so yeah, like nice guys, like have a lot of, a lot of ways they can get you. Danger. Danger. That's, I just like, when you said that story, I was like, oh my God, I had that happen. (laughs) It's, I, I don't, I don't know how many situations have quite that level of, it's such an, a strange thing to be like terrified, like brutally terrified and still having to do a full play yeah to them with them staring at you oh i like get goosebumps thinking about that feeling all over again like as you're telling stories i'm like hmm that sounds like this this and this and then i'm telling a story and you're like hmm, that sounds like this this and this Ugh. well they do the same things like I, every yeah. every host i've had on every co-host i've talked to we ping off each other it's yeah. like oh that happened to you oh my god that reminds me when this happened to me there's a playbook. Yes, they do very similar things because yeah. there's only so many things you can do that are truly malicious that can appear nice, you know? Yeah. I um I can't believe the amount of stories we have, honestly. They just keep popping into my brain so it could go on forever, honestly. <laughs> and, and it probably will. I'll have you back. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you know what? It's like a weird form of therapy. It really is. I, I slept like a baby last time. So <laughs> looking forward to my night's sleep tonight. Oh my God. Yeah. I. Me too. Me too. And I, I hope everyone listening sleeps well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> listening to our, our history of like creeps and second hand, oh. second hands. Uh, cathar- what is it? Cathar- catharsis? Second hand catharsis. <laughs> We're very smart. Yeah. Sleep well, our lovelies. Sleep well, my friends. Oh, and as always, F the nice guy. <laughs>